All right, everybody. Hello. Hello out there in podcast land. It's Jesse, Midgard Musings. Getting back to the podcast thing a little bit. Don't really know what it's going to be about. But figured I'd um, figured I'd turn this thing back on and uh, you know dust off the old podcast bones, right? Shake off the podcast webs or cobwebs, pod webs, whatever we, we want to call them. Um, you know, so the last few episodes here on the podcast have been stuff that I've, uh, you know, audio from like the YouTube channel and, and things that are going on over there. If you haven't yet checked me out on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, Midgard Musings. I'm on YouTube. You just search uh, the YouTube search for Midgard Musings and you should find me pretty easily. Um, but yeah, I haven't gotten a whole lot of feedback and I don't really know if that's the right, uh, if the, if the podcast is the right sort of, uh, platform for that sort of stuff, you know, because I like to, I like to get into some pretty heavy duty stuff on the podcast. Sorry, on the, on the YouTube channel. Eh, it's not really heavy duty. I'm not, I'm not joking. You know, it's, uh, it's lighthearted, um, educational type stuff you know what i mean like i like to i like to learn and i like to put what i learn out there for other people to learn when it comes to heathenry and germanic paganism and and things like that and i'm just a student you know man i'm just a student kind of going along um and i and i and i trip along the way and i fall into certain things and then i learn something and then i go you know what i think other people might like this too so that's what i do so I don't know if that's really the place for the podcast. Um, probably will stick to putting putting uh, you know content out on the YouTube channel. I will try to put stuff out here on the podcast that points in that direction. So that way, in case you are interested in listening, that you are uh, actually going over and um, watching on YouTube. You know, my videos don't tend to be very long. Uh, it's not going to take you that long, and it's all family friendly, which is another great thing. I always try to keep my content. 100% family friendly, right? Because you might have some some young kids around. You might have uh, you might have the YouTube channel up on your smart TV streaming. You know, never know. Might have me up on the on the big screen, and then you know, Sally walks in, and I'm over here dropping f bombs and s bombs and all other kind of profanity that's not good for the young generation that's not the kind of influence that i want to want to give so that's not what you're going to see or hear from me over there on the youtube channel rest assured guaranteed you can take that to the bank so what can you get what can you get from me what you can get from me is sincerity sincerity um honesty you know, um, I put my own spin on heathenry the way I like to heathen. Um, and I just put it out there as, as, you know, hey, guys, this is something I've learned. And here's something you can potentially learn as well. I don't get on there and be like, all right, newsflash, everybody. This is how you heathen. This is how you do it. Otherwise, you're not doing it right. I don't really get into that. Um, 
but yeah, you know, if you're if you're unfamiliar, if this is your first time hearing me on a podcast platform, you know, this is this this is uh, streamed and kicked out to a bunch of different podcast platforms. So, you know, whichever one you're listening on, if you've never heard of me or never not really sure who I am, just go on YouTube, Midgard Musings. My name's Jesse. You can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Just if you're either on any of those platforms, just go to go to the search function and search for Midgard Musings. And I think it's at Midgard Musings on Twitter. And then on Facebook, it's, uh, I don't know, Midgard Musings TN. Because I couldn't get... It had to be Midgard Musings TN because when I created the page on Facebook, the Midgard Musings was already taken. So it's facebook.com slash Midgard Musings TN. But all you gotta do is search Facebook for Midgard Musings. And you'll find. I do try to upload content every week, but here lately that's been not happening. It's usually about every two weeks or so when new content comes out. But it is uh, it is fairly regular content, and it goes out on YouTube and is shared on Facebook and Twitter. So you've got that to to look forward to. Um, so what else is going on? What is everybody out there doing? You know, like I said, I didn't really have a focus on what uh, what to talk about on this kind of uh, freestyling podcast form. Just kind of whatever you know comes to mind. What what everybody's doing. Hope everybody's had a, uh, a nice Thanksgiving first of all, right? Because we're just coming out of the Thanksgiving holiday time for those in North America who observe Thanksgiving, you know. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff around that holiday, that specific holiday in the, in the tradition and stuff. Pretty hateful stuff. And I got to say, you know, heathen or not heathen, like, just keep the politics and stuff out of it, man. Like, it, you know, a lot of people get off from work for a day or two even. Myself was included in that. You know, I was off for two days, paid. Paid to be off of work for two days. Four-day weekend, you know? And you get to cook. You get to spend time with family or friends or both. You know, man? Like, why you got to make it about, well, you know, look at what the, look at what the white Europeans did to the indigenous people and, and you know, it was genocide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awful, and we know, and it's terrible. You know? Heck, man, there's even some... I've seen even some posts online about some, you know, indigenous uh, leaders of, of tribes and stuff here and in the indigenous United States that were, you know, uh, sending well wishes uh, for Thanksgiving um, to, to, to people and stuff. So if they're not salty about it, why the heck should we? Why should we be salty about something that, first of all, didn't happen to me, didn't happen to you, right? Probably didn't even happen to your parents or your, your grandparents. If anything, it happened so far back. You know, you're, you're, it's, it, you know, yes, is there still things going on, you know, for in, uh, Native Americans who are, who are feeling, you know, uh, who are feeling the, uh, what's the word? oppression uh, of certain things and stuff absolutely 
but you know man it's it's thanksgiving people get too complicated with it people just need to chill first of all we're in this pandemic state right this whole man you want to talk about something this whole pandemic thing i never thought i'd see something like this i never thought i'd live in a time when this uh this pandemic thing would would exist right which is crazy because i was just out driving today i was out driving today on an errand and it was right around five o'clock five between five and five thirty in that window you know and i'm driving it's dark and i, and I had a you know I, I had an errand to run and it was maybe you know less than 10 miles away and i tell you what man the traffic on the roads at five something in the evening are still it's still horrible anybody that gets out and drives you know they ought to know it's horrible and you know i'm sitting there and i'm going this doesn't feel like we're in a pandemic it just it feels like normal the only thing that's different is everywhere you go you got to wear a mask or there's signs on the doors telling you to wear a mask or there's businesses that are closed because COVID screwed them over. Small businesses and such. But as far as like traffic and, and a lot of other things, it's business as usual and it's business as normal. And I'm like, you know, the state of affairs is, is something else. But the presence of all this traffic on the road is is it, dis- it disproves <laughs> it disproves the existence of a pandemic because there are still entirely too many people out there call me morbid call it morbid but there are just still entirely too many people out there i missed it you know i kind of miss it when we had uh like in the early stages and this is going to sound bad guys you know I miss it when we were in the early stages of this pandemic. That sounds horrible. But what I mean by that is, right, like when everybody was ordered to to self-quarantine and and to, um, what is it, shelter in place. And like nobody was out. Like if you went out to drive to go anywhere, it was like ghost towns everywhere, major cities. You know, I live, you know, 35 miles or so from, from downtown Nashville. And normally, where downtown Nashville would be buzzing with thousands upon thousands of people, you know, um, there was nobody. It was like crickets out there, like ghost town. Eerie. Eerie, but refreshing in the same way. I'm like, yes, there's nobody around. It's like driving down the interstate, driving down the road, going going here, going there, whatever. You know, granted, you know, we didn't get out that much. For, for, you know, obvious reasons. But when you did get out, man, it was like, this is the world when nobody's in it. Or very few people are in it. And it was refreshing. And that's what I miss, right? Like, I know people have jobs. People have things they need to go do. But, boy, they're still just... You know, I don't know what the, the count is up to right now. Like, the number-wise, you know, death toll, death rate, whatever. But, uh... I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like we're, we're hearing about numbers. We're hearing about things that are happening, and they're putting COVID 
COVID's name on it. They're putting COVID's name on it. But in actuality, it's like people die every day. And this is probably just, you know, I mean, this is this is how many people die on the regular that we just don't know about. But because of the pandemic and because of the situation, you're hearing more about it. So I don't know. I don't know. My own opinions, crazy, crazy heathen opinions, a crazy New York heathen opinion, a New York heathen who's in the South. A southern New Yorker. Not from the south of New York. Well, yeah, kind of am, actually. I'm from Long Island originally, if you can't tell by my accent. Moved to the lower uh, foothills of the Catskill Mountain Range with my parents in 97. You know, but lived on Long Island for the first 13 years of my life. Solid. And then moved to Orange County, New York. Lower foothill of the Catskill Mountain Range. Stayed there till about 2000 and what the hell year was it when I left? 2000. I was 22. So like 2000. Let's see. I got to do quick math. 2005. Yeah, 2005, 2006. I moved to Tennessee, and here we are. End of 2020. Um, and I've been in Tennessee. I've been living in Tennessee, different places of Tennessee, uh, since 2005. So 15 years. Now, I want to say it was a 2005, 2006. I think I moved here officially 2006. Yeah, that's what it was. So, um, in the spring of 2021 will be 15 years officially. So I've been here now going on 15 years. Um, all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, learned about a lot of things. Um, a lot about living, a little about love. Alan Jackson, shout out, right? Um, went through a lot. Went through a lot in the last 14 years uh, of my life. Learned a lot of things. Still learning a lot of things. Uh, became a heathen probably within the last uh, five, six, yeah, six years of my life. Been a heathen. Coming from a background of Christianity. Which is not an uncommon thing. I'm sure there's a majority of the audience that listens and, and watches my content are heathens coming from a Christian background or from some other sort of religious belief system, right? Um, but you know that's the way it go. That's the way she goes. Way she goes, boys. Way she goes. You learn a lot of things as you go through life, and some of those things that you learn are that, you know what, I'm tired of listening to what other people, uh, or I'm, I'm tired of listening to something that makes no rational sense, and I'm tired of believing in something just because I'm told I should and be made to be afraid if I don't. You know, that whole fear-mongering thing. <clears throat> now, is that with every Christian, you know, beliefs uh, system or whatever? Probably not, you know what I mean? But it was with mine. There was a lot of uh, fear-mongering. There was a lot of, you know, fire and brimstone type stuff. Things that made you afraid to not mess up or to not do the wrong thing. Or It made you afraid to do something wrong, you know what I mean? Like... And they say that perfect fear or perfect love 
casts out fear that you know you, you have to fear first in order to learn how to love and i'm like how could you how do you get past that how do you get past that that's that's some that's some real psychological you know stuff man to, to mess with people's minds like that to think that you can put fear in them and then indoctrinate them into thinking a certain thing and then be like oh no then you can you'll learn how to love because love takes over and it casts out that fear but you have to be afraid first and i'm like dude what i got to you know thinking about that later on i'm like that's not for me that's not for me you know and it's no offense to anybody that's listening who's who's christian or has family who's christian i mean hell my my the majority of my family well all my family my mother my father my aunt uncle sister you know they're all um you know, still follow the ways that I was brought up to, to believe in, in raising and, and still think that I'm, you know, doing the wrong thing by believing in what I believe in. And that's, that's cool. I've come to accept that, you know, I've talked about that on my channel before too, about how family, can, um, how, how we deal with family who, who, who make it difficult for us as, uh, you know, don't accept us as heathens and here's the bottom line everybody you know you don't no don't nobody owe you nothing remember that nobody has to accept you for who you are right nobody has to accept me for being a heathen i mean my family could just as easily write me off from everything and, and not want to talk to me for the rest of my life as, as they could easily do that as well as they're choosing to, to continue to talk to me so i take it you know, I take the the uh, innuendos and the euphemisms or the suggestions and the things that they are constantly doing, which are not invasive, right? They're not invasive. Matter of fact, some of them, the thought process and the things um, are still in line with what my heathen beliefs are. They just call it something different and they, and they you know, uh, follow, venerate or worship a different uh, deity or figure. They call it. They call it something different than I do. But the principles, a lot of the living principles, morality, those sorts of things, there's a lot of that that exists in the way I was brought up and raised, which is why I think I can maintain such a close relationship with my family, per se, because so much of what I've come to learn in, in heathenry, and specifically a tribal approach to heathenry, you know, having that sense of community, the tribe takes care of each other, um, the inherent... Um, existence of law within the tribe and how law is what is good and what is right for the tribe and that if it is not good or right for the tribe then it tears the tribe apart and those sorts of things these are all you know societal structures that I've come to learn and accept as my worldview of heathenry that existed at the time when I was a kid growing up in the, in the, in the form of Christianity that I was raised in and it just wasn't called that, but I understood the principles of it. It was, again, just inherently there. You know? So. Some people are just too stuck. Um, they're too stuck in the book aspects of things. You know, they're too, they're too, they got their noses buried too far in, in the pages and in the bindings of books they don't understand. They haven't lived it. They haven't felt it. They haven't breathed it. They haven't experienced it. 
you know, and I think that if people get out there and experience things and don't rely entirely on books, you know, well, I read this in a book and it said that this, that, and the other thing, or, you know, well, Havamal stanza 97 says this, and in the saga of the Volsungs, it says that, and, you know, whatever, like you can quote scripture, you can quote sagas, you can know where something exists in a particular book or in a particular saga and you can read it verbatim matter of fact you could probably even you know learn the old norse language and read it perfectly have you lived it does it does it apply in, in an applicable you know is it applicable to real life you know man like i think a lot of people are focused on that's kind of like where i see and i'm guilty of this too because i've done it on the channel and i've did it uh, for a while um, as a mini series until it just got to be a bit too much. And I thought, you know, really, what's the what value does this have, and what is it really focusing on? And these are these Havamal readings, these Havamal stanzas, you know, these daily Havamal things, right? They're, they're devotionals. They're these daily, and you know, for anybody that's listening or whatever that doesn't know, the Havamal is is a section part of the Poetic Edda that exists in the original manuscripts in the Codex Regis. Um, but that part of the Poetic Edda, again, was published during the Viking Age. So the Christianization of Scandinavia had already happened. It was written by Christian monks, right? Authored by Christian monks or whatever, accounting or recounting things from, from you know, pre-Christian Scandinavia, whatever. The Havamal is quite often compared to, you know, like, Christian book of Proverbs, you know, it's sayings of the high one, it's Odin's words of wisdom, so on and so forth, like, okay, literally that may be what the title of the book means, Havamal, you know, uh, words of the high one, um, how it's translated from Old Norse, but, um, like, practically, it's, it's, it's inspirational things and it's practical advice that comes from a time when all these things were just, you know, important so writing it down was 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 the the way to preserve that knowledge going forward you know but it's not it's not wholly writ you know what i mean it doesn't compare to the christian scriptures or the old or new testament or the quran or the, the kabbalah or any of these other sacred texts that exist in other cultures and in other religions because it's not inspired by, you know, like, it's advice. It's it's stuff written down that was practical at the time. Now, I might get a lot of heat from saying that, right? That it's, oh, well, it's not literally Odin's words. It's not literally, literally Odin, you know, saying these things. Well, that's my opinion, you know? And, like, that's just my opinion, man. And I'm not afraid to say that, and that's okay. You know, my opinion is that, no, the, the Havamal and, and things like that, like, yeah, it's documented words of the high one. Do I know that for a fact? Nope. Do you know it for a fact? Nope. Do you think differently than I do? Probably. And that's okay, because there's no way to confirm or deny either way. <laughs> you know, but the, the, the point being, right, like, going back to it, the point being is that people get too stuck on what the Havamal says, and it's because, well, it's the Havamal, and that's what Odin said, and that's what we should do. Because Odin said it, <laughs> or, or whatever. And it's like, well, 
are you even are you reading anything else? Are you learning anything else about you know the the the, the culture of these people um, that that you're pulling your uh, information from? You know the Germanic peoples at the time from pre-Christian times. You know, are you even studying about those things that aren't necessarily holy writ that are all historically, you know, uh, you know historical texts and, and things from the time that uh, have been collected from various scholars and, and, and experts and you know things like that that we know of that existed at the time. Are you even bothering with that, or are you just like stuck on the these quote unquote holy texts? Right, you're too stuck in the books. Your noses are too buried in the bindings of of books. Get out there and experience it. You know, go out and do. Be yes, definitely read and learn. That's where you gain your knowledge from. I'm not saying stop reading books, stop stop researching things online. Stop. I mean, nowadays because of the internet, information is is so readily and so easily available that it's that it's scary in a way like it's you know look at look at look back on how hard things were to obtain and how long it took to to find not even all that long ago right because i mean i'm 36 now and i remember as a, as a kid going to the library and there not being internet at the library you had your card catalogs and you had to go when you had a like i remember that being a part of school how to use a card catalog in a library to find books and to find things you know what i mean you realize how easy everybody has it nowadays to just find information it takes a little bit of of digging to sometimes get the accurate uh form of things and not to just be you know fed a line of crap but the resources are so readily available that it makes makes stuff like learning so much easy so much easier than it, than it used to be You know, so I'm not saying stop that and, and don't worry about that and, and just go out there and be all, you know, willy-nilly shooting from the hip when it comes to things. But what I am saying is, you know, all things in measure, right? Everything. To be wise is, and here I am, I'm going to eat my own words, right? Because back, we're going back to what the Havamol says, right? There's a Havamol, there's a stanza in the Havamol. It says, you know, be wise, be a little wise, but not too wise. It's practical advice, you know? You don't want to be so... I've said this. I've said this a few times. I think um, uh, in my channel on YouTube, you know, you don't want to have your head so far up in Asgard that you're of no physical or, or use in, in, in Midgard. You know, meaning that you don't want to be so out of touch with reality and so far up in the clouds and, and, and in some you know ethereal state of, of mind or whatever, and that that, that you're forgot about everything that exists physically in, the, in, in here and now so it's all relative man like it's all important every little bit you know balance is key balance is key and i'm sure there's going to be stuff that comes on this podcast that may sound like i'm you know contradicting but i do i go back and forth a lot sometimes i i get stuck on one thing and um i don't really stray too far out of it but then some other days man i just i feel a little bit feel a little bit like delving into that upg stuff man and just going off into some some really kind of woo-woo type stuff so you'll probably be hearing a lot of that type of stuff here on this podcast as i you know ramble on for a bit so i hope you guys enjoy what's coming forward um on this 
podcast, whatever, whatever sort of thing I, I, I happen to do. There will be some intermittent breaks, you know, um, here and there going forward. Like in between an episode, you're going to hear some advertisement type stuff. And it's, it's not paid advertisement. I don't pay for ads. It's going to be promoted promotional type stuff, promo type stuff. Okay. So before we end this episode, this intro episode, whatever, this just, you know, telling you guys about life and stuff, um, I'm going to have you listen to a promo um, coming up here. So be sure to check out the information that I'm talking about in this upcoming promo. Everybody that's listening on the podcast, head over to YouTube, Midgard Musings. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, I do have merchandise. We'll talk more about that in some upcoming episodes on Teespring. Um, all that stuff is uh, in my uh, Linktree link in the YouTube channel. So thanks for listening, everybody. Hail, and we'll talk to you next time. Is your heathen or pagan altar or sacred space missing that special something? Well, I have got the solution to a problem like that. Go check out odinsbeardwoodworking.com. Okay, that's odinsbeardwoodworking.com. Matthew Petrie over here does amazing carvings, hand-carved wooden god poles, pocket altars. He also does rune sets. Um, wonderful, wonderful work. I have a few of his pieces that accentuate my heathen altar, um, and he also will do uh, custom commissions. He'll do rune sets around the full moon of every month. Really, really awesome quality. And it's a small business, guys. Small, heathen-run business. So what better way can you do for the community than by supporting local, small businesses? So again, go check out odinsbeardwoodworking.com. You can find him on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash woodworking. So go ahead and check him out. Don't forget to tell Matt that Jesse sent you. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the podcast.